اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم صورت الفلق اینڈ صورت الناس بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم قل اعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق اذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد اذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل اعوذ برب Surat Al-Falaq and Surat Al-Nas Both of these surahs were revealed together and they're known as the Mu'awwidatain meaning those surahs through which we seek protection against every evil. The virtues of these surahs are mentioned in many ahadith. And mainly, these surahs are a means of seeking protection against every kind of harm. So the one who recites them, then that person is saved from every kind of evil and every kind of harm, major and minor, big and small, apparent and hidden, present and future. Visible and invisible. Every kind of harm. The Prophet ﷺ would recite these two surahs in the morning and in the evening. He would recite them after his prayers and he would also recite them before going to sleep. And these surahs are also recited as cure for magic. These surahs are therefore very unique And they are a special favor, a special gift of Allah Azza wa Jalla upon all of us. Uqba ibn Amir reported that the Prophet ﷺ said to him, Shall I not teach you surahs, the likes of which were neither revealed in the Torah, nor in the Zabur, nor in the Furqan? Unique surahs, the likes of which were never revealed before. He said, not a night shall pass on you except that you must recite them. What are these surahs? Surahs Al-Ikhlas, Al-Falaq, and An-Nas. So this means that no matter how tired we are in the night, and no matter how sleepy we are, we must recite these surahs. Uqba ibn Amir also reported that He said, I came to the Prophet ﷺ while he was riding his animal. So I put my hand on his foot. And I said, O Messenger of Allah, please teach me Surah Hud. 
The Prophet ﷺ is where? He's riding his animal. And they're in a journey. And Uqbah bin Amir comes to him, puts his hand on the foot of the Prophet ﷺ, and he says, Ya Rasulullah, please teach me Surah Hud. Look at his eagerness to learn. The Prophet ﷺ said, You will not read any surah in the Qur'an that is more eloquent than Surah Al-Falaq. Surah Al-Falaq, the most eloquent, baligh surah of the Qur'an. Ibn Abiz al-Juhani said that the Messenger of Allah wasallam said to me, O oh, Ibn Abiz, shall I not teach you the best words of ta'awudh to seek refuge? So shall I not tell you the best words that you can seek Allah's protection through? So he said, yes. The Prophet ﷺ said, these are the two surahs, Al-Falaq and An-Nas. The best words of Ta'awudh. The Prophet ﷺ also said that these surahs, Al-Ikhlas, Al-Falaq and An-Nas will suffice you against everything. Meaning they will protect you from every kind of harm. This is why it has been reported that the Prophet ﷺ would seek refuge against the evil eye of people and jinn. But when these surahs were revealed, he began reciting them. And he left the other things that he would read. So these surahs will suffice you against every harm. Every kind of harm. So much so that once a scorpion bit the Prophet ﷺ while he was praying. So after the Prophet ﷺ ended the prayer, he asked for some water and for some salt. And then he began rubbing the water and the salt on the area where the scorpion had bit him. And as he rubbed his hand, he was also reciting Surah Al-Falaq and Surah Al-Nas. So they will suffice you from every kind of evil. And in these two surahs, we are basically taught to seek refuge against sharr, against evil. And Ibn Qayyim said that there are two types of evil. There are two types of evil. The first type is sins and their consequences. Meaning the evil that we bring upon our own selves because of the words we say, or the actions we do, or the thoughts we entertain. This is the evil that we bring upon ourselves. We are the cause behind it. The second type of evil is that which is external, meaning the source of that evil is what? It's external. Meaning it is coming from the other creation. And that creation could be Mukallaf and غير mukallaf. Mukallaf meaning those who will be held accountable. So for instance, people and jinn, shaitan, the evil that can reach us from other people or from jinn. And the other can be from creation that is غير mukallaf, meaning that will not be held accountable. So for example, an animal, an animal bites us or some creature, germs, even rays, viruses, living, non-living things, the creation that surrounds us, that can also harm us. Now if you think about it, 
some evil is such that we can see it. There are certain dangers, certain harms out there that we can see them, we can identify them. And then there are other forms of evil that we cannot see. We don't even know. Like for example, there could be a glass of water and it is clearly not clean. So you see some things in the water. You see the evil. But then there could also be a glass of water and the water is completely clear. You don't see the bacteria in it. You don't see the harmful substances in it. So you are unaware of it. So there is evil that we know of, we can see, and there is evil that we cannot see. We are not able to protect ourselves. So for example, even shaitan. Can we see shaitan? No. So then, how do we protect ourselves when we are surrounded by things that can potentially harm us in ways that we cannot even expect, through means that we cannot even see? How do we protect ourselves? By seeking the protection of who? Their Creator, their Lord, Allah, Al-Ahad, Al-Samad. When we seek refuge against evil, then we are seeking refuge against evil that is harming us at present. So for instance, a person could be suffering from a certain illness. They could be having certain thoughts that are constantly bothering them. So basically evil that a person is presently afflicted with. Some harm that he is presently suffering from. So when we seek Allah's protection against shaw, we are asking Allah to relieve us from that evil, to take that shar away from us. But when we seek Allah's protection against evil, we're also seeking His protection against evil that may harm us in the future, that may come about in the future. So when we seek Allah's protection, we seek His protection from every evil that is present now and that could come about in the future. In Surah Al-Falaq, in particular, we seek refuge against evil that is hidden from us, that we don't see. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Qul, say, A'udhu, I seek refuge. I seek protection. Birabbil Falaq, with Lord of the Daybreak. I seek the protection of Rabbul Falaq. Falaq is from the root letters Fa, Lam, Qaf. And Falaq means As-Subh. It is understood as the morning. Why? Because literally, the word Falaq means a split or a fissure, to cleave something. And this is how the morning comes about, the break of dawn. Faliqul Isbah, we learn in the Qur'an. The cleaver of the morning. Meaning, the darkness is broken, the darkness of the night is broken, it is torn, and through the crack, the morning light comes in. So, al-falaq is al-subh, the daybreak. But if you think about it, everything comes into existence after what? After breaking or splitting. Meaning, something breaks, something splits, and something emerges. So, for example... 
the shell breaks and the chick comes out. Right? Or the shell breaks and the seed comes out. So it breaks and then the creation comes out. So this is why the word falak is also understood as al-khalq, the creation. So qul a'udhu bi rabbil falak say I seek refuge in the Lord of the daybreak or in the Lord of the entire creation. The Lord of Falak is the Lord of everything. And specifically morning, because morning, the emergence of light, what does it mean? That darkness has been removed. Darkness has gone. And that morning came out, why? Because someone made it. Rabb, Rabbul Falak, he made it. He is the one who created the morning as a result of which darkness was removed. So all darknesses will dispel when we take refuge in Allah, our Lord. When we turn to Him, then and only then can all darknesses go away. Whether those darknesses are of ignorance or of doubt, of sadness, of confusion, whatever it may be. Because Allahu waliyu ladina amanu yukhrijuhum min al-zulumati ila nur Allah is the friend, the protector of those who believe and He brings them out of darkness and He takes them towards light. قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ He is the one who removes the terror of the one who is terrified. He is the one who removes the sadness of the one who is sad. He is the one who removes the fear of the one who is afraid. قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ Min from شَرِّ Evil of Which evil? مَا خَلَقْ of that which He has created. Meaning, whatever creation that Allah has created, then I turn to my Lord to protect me from the evil of that creation. What is it that Allah has created? What is it that Allah has created? Everything. Allahu khaliqu kulli shay. Allah is the creator of everything. وَهُوَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ وَكِيلٍ And He is the disposer of affairs over everything also. So think about any fear, any worry, any concern that you may have. What frightens you? What worries you? Is it a person? Is it something that may happen in the future? Is it the fear of an illness? Is it some fear of poverty? Is it loneliness? Bring to mind... Darkness. Darkness. Bring to mind all of your worries. No matter what it may be. And say, Min sharri ma khalaq. I seek the protection of Allah from the evil of whatever that He has created. I seek Allah's protection against the evil of everything. And the thing is that every creature 
it has some kind of evil associated with it. Like for example, wind. Where on the one hand, when the wind blows, the gentle breeze comes, and we feel all fresh. The same wind also brings massive clouds with heavy snowfall and freezing temperatures. Right? Lightning, where it looks very beautiful, the sound of it frightens us. Its brightness can also harm us. Rain, where it can be so beneficial, it can also be harmful. The ground that we stand on, that we live on, that we walk on, that we sit on, that same ground where on one hand, it's what we live on, on the other hand, it can also shake and quake. So, min sharri ma khalaq. The thing is that we don't know what evil there may be in something. And it's not necessary that that particular creature is inherently evil. No, it could be evil for us. It could be evil for us in a certain situation. Like for example, a paper. Paper is not evil. Right? But I'm sure you've had a paper cut. Why? Is it because that paper is evil? No. It just became a source of evil for you at that time. That just because it rubbed against your finger in a certain way, at a certain speed, instead of just rubbing your skin, it actually cut through your skin. So it became sharp for you. And the thing is that anything can be a source of harm and hurt for us. There is potential harm in so many things. So, min sharri ma khalaq. The one who takes refuge in Allah, what is he doing? He's saying that, oh Allah, you protect me from every evil and every potential evil that may be in any creature that you have created. So when you give yourself in Allah's protection, what does it mean? What does it mean? You are trusting Him and relying upon Him. Then you need not worry. And you need not have any fear in your heart. Min sharri ma khalaq. Now the evil of three things is mentioned specifically. Min sharri ma khalaq, this is general. Evil that can come from any creature. But now specifically three types of sharr we are taught to seek refuge from. What are they? Ghasiq, the knight. Sahir, the magician. And Hasid, the envier. Women and from, meaning and I seek refuge from. Sharri, evil of ghasiqin, of darkness. Ghasiq, ghayn seen qaf. Ghasiq means night. Why does it mean night? Basically, ghasiq is al-barid, meaning that which is cold. So for example, we learn about ghassaq. Ghassaq, intensely cold and bitter. So ghassaq, the night is called ghassaq. Why? Because it is cooler compared to the day. In the daytime, no matter how cold it is, just sunlight itself can create such warmth. Right? But in the night, what happens? It's colder. So, ghasiq is the night. Secondly, ghasiq is also understood as the moon. Because the Prophet ﷺ said to Aisha anha once, 
that istari billahi min sharri that seek refuge with Allah from its evil fa innahu alghasiq idha waqab this is a hadith from at-tirmidhi so wa min sharri ghasiqin idha waqab seek and i seek refuge with Allah from the evil of darkness of the night idha waqab when it settles waqaba waqafba which means to enter so as the night enters or waqaba means to cover with darkness so as the night enters and covers everything with its darkness waqaba also is to prevail so as the night enters covers everything with its darkness and prevails just doesn't go away sometimes for so many hours sometimes the night is so long ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب. And if you think about it, as the night comes in, we have been instructed to take children indoors. Why? Who comes out as the night comes in? Shayateen. They spread through the land, and not just shayateen, because it is dark. There are so many things that could be out in the night, but they're hidden from us. We don't see them, and because we don't see them. we cannot protect ourselves from them and in the night there's so many animals even that go for hunting so many nocturnal creatures that come out and they could be harmful they could harm us even criminals they go out in the night to commit their crimes even we learned that the hypocrites would plot in the night and what happens inside the house is there any shar in the night what happens typically the shar of the screen for hours and hours because of which isha is neglected and because of which fajr is also neglected wamin sharri ghasiqin idha waqab you see in the night we sleep and when we're sleeping we don't see what's coming towards us we don't hear the evil that may be approaching us so when we don't see it we don't hear it we can't get up and we can't run away from it and we cannot protect ourselves from it so then when we're sleeping who can protect us who can preserve us who can keep us safe allah so seek refuge with allah against these evils before going to sleep wamin sharri and from the evil of annafathat of the blowers fil uqad in the knots meaning those who blow into the knots nafathat is a plural of the word nafatha nafatha fa'ala meaning one who nafatha a lot so either it is she who nafatha a lot or someone who nafatha a lot what is nafatha nafatha is to blow with the mouth but it is to blow in such a way that a little bit of spit also comes out and fil uqad plural of the word uqda uqda is a knot so uqad knots and this is referring to witchcraft magic because when the sorcerers they perform their magic how do they do that they will take for example the victim's hair or nails or anything like that and then they will 
tie knots on it with a thread. And as they're tying knots on it, they say certain things to please the shayateen, to seek the help of the devils. And then they will blow on those knots. Nafathat fil uqad. Say that I seek Allah's protection from the evil of those who blow into knots. And this evil, the evil of magic, is also very common, unfortunately, where people seek the help of shaitan to harm others. Even the Prophet ﷺ was harmed by magic. People did magic on him. His enemies did magic on him. So the comb was found. The comb on which they had tied certain knots. And so the Prophet ﷺ recited these surahs as he untied those knots. So, وَمِن شَرِّ النَّفَّاثَاتِ فِي الْعُقَدِ And the third shar is وَمِن شَرِّ حَاسِدٍ إِذَا حسد. And from the evil of the hasid, of the envier. إِذَا حَسَدَ When he envies. Hasid is the one who has hasad. What is hasad? To be jealous. What is jealousy? To be upset. Why? On seeing someone with a blessing. That someone has a blessing and they're enjoying it. They have been granted that honor. So we feel anger in our heart. We get upset and we get irritated. This is the feeling of hasad. And then it doesn't stop there. A person desires that the blessing that the other person has been given should be taken away from them. So hasad is a feeling. It's a feeling. Whether a person acts upon it or not. But it is such a feeling that a person cannot help but act upon it. Which is why when a person has hasad in their heart, then what happens? They harm the victim with what? With their words, with their hands, and even with their eyes. Evil eye. وَمِن شَرِّ حَاسِدٍ إِذَا حَسَدًا Meaning, O oh Allah, protect me from the envy of the person who feels envy, who wants that my blessing should be taken away. So, O oh Allah, protect me from becoming the target of someone's jealousy. Because jealousy is evil. It is evil. But it's amazing how sometimes we want others to be jealous of us. We have been taught over here to seek refuge with Allah. That, oh Allah, protect me from the envy of other people. So does it make sense then to say things or do things in order to make other people feel envious? It's like a person is inviting harm. Envy is Shar, it is evil. Why is it evil? Because the one who is jealous wants that the blessing of the other is taken away from them. وَمِن شَرِّ حَاسِدٍ إِذَا حسد. Now the thing is that in the surah, we are seeking whose protection? Allah's protection. Against what evil? Every kind of evil. Because evil is of so many different types. And it can be all around us in so many different forms. And when you 
look at all of these evils, you find yourself so weak. So weak. Unable to protect yourself. So then who is safe? The one who gives himself in Allah's protection. Then he is safe. He is safe from شَرِّ مَا خَلَقْ شَرِّ غَاسِقٍ إِذَا وَقَبْ شَرِّ النَّفَّاثَاتِ فِي الْعُقَدْ And also شَرِّ حَاسِدٍ إِذَا حَسَدْ بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد وَمِن شَرِّ حَاسِدٍ إِذَا حَسَدَ